Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Parents, I had to be the man in the house. I had to be the man in the house and I had to always protect my, my sister. And I remember so many times I used to catch the whooping when my sister should have called it just to protect her and even now she'll never admit I'd done nothing for her yeah, yeah. I had to always protect my yeah I forgot that kind of stuff happens sure did sure did yeah Jerome was right it was breakthrough and that, that happened last week too that happened last week too you know, we knocking knocking them, them barriers down mm-hmm. knocking them barriers down you know some people use comedy to do arm your defenses yeah. I, I know how to make myself look stupid to arm y'all disarm y'all defenses you know it's you know tomato tomato you know tomato 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 and today is going to be quite in, well I don't know if it's going to be enjoyable it's going to be historic I know that much <laughs> and it's going to be historic well, that much I can tell you but for sure and 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 last night was that's why that's why that class doesn't have a public outlet. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. You know, it's eight years. If you if you're not I have a leadership class, is what I call it. Because for me, leadership comes back to character. Comes back to character. But once you lose, 
At the end of the day, all the leader ever has is influence. You can add a lot of peripheral things that you all believe are, are mandatory, but at the end of the day, a leader only has influence. Without influence, you have no followers. You, you No one can follow you. And the moment you lose influence with someone, that's when you stop leading them. Mm-hmm. They may choose to follow your rank, choose to keep their job, but you're no longer leading them. Mm. <laughs> you're no longer leading them. Yeah, but it is. And, it's, and it's, there's many marriages mm-hmm. in which the spouses are choosing to follow one another, not being led. Many marriages, many marriages, many of parental uh, relationships too. Y'all let Susan know I'm still on my. <laughs> yeah, I want you to hold on. I gotta know. This one almost gone. And this one ain't even been opened yet. So let her know. I'm out here being a big boy. That's it. Being a big boy. Yes. Being a big boy. What well, today we talking about? I got a few preliminary things first, but today we talk about the January 6th hearings. And that's what we talk about today. Personal finance. That's what we talking about today. Now, January 6th here. Part of this is keeping my word, but 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 after I show you this clip, you won't have to worry about me keeping my word. <clears throat> You're gonna have something to say. Don't worry about it for sure. And I want to tie it into personal finance. I want to shift from grouping <laughs> Susan. <laughs> I want to I want to tie it into personal finance. So I want to take a, a very objective approach to it for sure. And well, I mean. I don't know to take because everybody is taking an objective approach to it. It's hard to be objective to it. It It's very hard, but we're going to take a financial. So let's not be objective. Let's take a financial approach to it. Let's do that. Let's let's admit our biases out front. That'll be much easier to maintain, much easier to hold. (laughs) Yeah, love. We want to repeat out loud. I just posted a link in the chat. September 9th is the next. September 9th is the next, what you call it? Uh, Ascension Conference, Ascension Teachings, which is a conference. It is, it is obviously it's bigger, better because I I don't know how to do. Remember, I surprised y'all with the last one. Yes, you you thought something else. No, 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 no. I don't know how to do regular things right here. So here's the link. And September 9th is at 10.30 to 1.30 and it's free. It's free. It's absolutely free. It's big, big, big budget, big everything, but it's free. A lot of a lot of things like that are going to happen. You right now, you can submit your name, your email, and add your question that you want me to answer. I would I'm tell you, I already have a lot of questions from the last one. Well, I don't want to say a lot, but this will happen last time. Ask your questions today. And the next following days, because I, you don't know his his last months or last quarters ascension teeth. You can watch it right here, and you can also add it to your calendar right there. You can add it to your calendar right there, right there. So ask your question. I've got Adrian's. Everybody who asked a question after the last one, oh, yeah. I have your question saved. I absolutely have your question saved. Now you don't have to worry about emailing. It's right here, and it go directly to to me. 
That's how they set up, and it's right there. So you just put in your name, put in your email, ask your question right here. And there's no character length. You can just go for it. And you can do it as many times as you want. Now, when you, when you, when it comes live, your question is anonymous, right? Your mm -hmm. question is anonymous. When it comes live, your question is not when it goes to the conference. So that's that there. Okay, that's that's here. We're gonna watch this clip. Oh, not that one. We're gonna watch. No, we're not gonna watch Silk either. I was listening to that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> we're gonna watch this clip today. Is that? Oh boy. Yes, we're gonna watch this clip, but we're not gonna watch it here. I have the video ripped, but I do want to give them proper credit and just do. Apparently, Melissa is a, uh, a billionaire. So there you yeah. go. Let's 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 clap for her. I still have my valuation on pause. I've been thinking about it for a long time, but I'll just keep it on pause for right now. I wish you wouldn't have said that. I'm not ready to admit that yet. Uh, <laughs> she's a millionaire. There you go. There you go. Yana, have the jury retract the statement. <laughs> have the jury retract the statement. No, she's 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 doing fantastic. And Queen Chi called me, asked for coaching yesterday, and and or some advice, and then Diana and. Grace had a meeting. I was supposed to be there, but I got held up and I had to write because I'm on a deadline. And Melissa's one of those deadlines. <laughs> She's one of those deadlines. I gotta, gotta get these things out of there for sure as they're almost done. Okay, great. So we are, people are sending emails already. So yes, Melissa, your email was sent. And <laughs> funny, not sure yet. <laughs> That's a question. But if you look at the last one, the your all the the here's how it's going to work this time. Well, I want to tell you exactly how it's going to work. <laughs> but all your questions will be answered in a cinematic way. Well, there you go. You're, you're, they'll, they'll be answered just like last time. But there's some other stuff in there there's some other stuff in there that i'm not going to tell you about other than that there's other let me see there's some other things i want to talk about we will be doing the kickstarter very seriously and i do want to mention to you credit repair i've been meaning to do this all week for those of you not the people that i think we took care of everybody that we owed or we didn't owe but we'll just say that I think we took care of everybody else. Anyone new, credit is important. And if you want to handle your personal finances, we are doing credit repair. Tyrell Goodman is handling that. And we've got, I know we've got some people 66% better already. And I know Deanna's score is jumping up. Apparently it's just Frida's time because she is just rocking it out on every level of it. And so, you know, just consider credit repair. If you do it, now we do things a bit more aggressively, but if you do anywhere, please go, go. If you got some money, if you know your friend, please use group economics with people you already know, because that's just what I preach. So go ahead and do that. Now, if you want to keep everything in community to strengthen this community, then by all means, so be it. Melissa is someone who produces and writes movies. Now, this is public knowledge. She's been doing this for 
I don't know, a long time. She worked with one of my favorites, um, Johnny Depp, who's been vindicated here lately. So, you know, shout out to him. In addition to that, you, some of you have such traumatically impactful childhoods that people like her can write a screenplay about it. You never know. Group economics strikes again. Yeah, group economics it strikes again. It. Yeah, yeah, real time. And you know, law is made for the camera too. You know it. You know, law is made for the camera. So you never know. Just keep everything in group, in house, etc. So those are the two preliminary things that I really want to talk about. The rest I can skip. Is it day Thursday, Friday? Friday. <gasps> oh, today is the last day. Okay then, I get to go play my video game all week. Good. Look at God making a way. Grace, we'll post that Ascension Teachings thing again, plus put it in Discord a few times. Ask all your questions there. Remember, my friends, remember that, I don't know how to say it, but just remember that, um, remember God is good. There you go. I had other things to say, but We'll stick with that one, all right? We'll, we'll, we'll Wait, can you can you remember that you have so many stories that that one movie that Melissa could make? Yes, that movie would be so impactful if she made it with all the squares. Mm, look I'm at just that! You right. right. You right. You right. See, but that's the power of group economics. It's always powerful. Have someone like Melissa into the group now. July 6, January 6. Sorry, I'm a, I'm a July baby. So there you have it. January 6. We got to talk about it. There is a good link that I've been using. I don't really, okay. I don't trust news stations. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Outstanding. I don't trust news stations. Very few that I trust. Very few. I even look at CNN skeptically. Skeptically, I, I I don't trust news stations, and I don't have to. I don't. I typically do trust publicly funded news stations. This I typically do trust publicly funded news stations, and well, CBS. I mean PBS. Be one of those, and I like PBS. What I have, I'm going to post for you a link for those of you, and I started at the ninth one, for those of you who have been searching like I was, man, I want, I wish I can find a place that covered all the hearings mm. from start to finish. I really wish that I could do that. I want to go back to number one, just consume all the information for whatever purposes you may have. I have been using this link. It's PBS, and it's all the hearings right here. Okay, one to yesterday. Uh, wait. Yes, this was yesterday's, and then here is a recap or something or whatever. This is what I've been using, day one all the way up. Everybody okay with that? Outstanding. I'm not telling you to use it. Just know that I don't trust the news because they're paid to keep me in trouble. Therefore, I don't trust the news. So there it is right there. I posted the link twice in a row. Twice in a row. The link is out there. Should you be one of those people, unlike Phil, that Phil hasn't missed a word. 
Tempest has not missed a word. For those of you like me that had to go back and watch the replays, that's what I've been doing. And I started, I missed the whole first day one. And then Tempest gave me a whole rundown. I was like, oh man, I gotta go find that. And I went, you know, of course, you got I don't want to go to Fox because it's going to lean a certain way. I don't want to go to MSNBC. It's going to lean a certain way. So I'm trying to get the data so I can lean my own way. And PBS is helpful with that. PBS is helpful with that. There's a few others that I would I would trust. But you got to be somewhere in the middle. I don't mind if you middle right a little bit, middle left a little bit, but you got to be somewhere in the middle for me to have any kind of respect for you now if you're going to be left or right i'm gonna need you to be all the way left or right then i'll have respect for you there too like i don't you know like don't be as long as you're not trying to hide what you are for me i'm okay Mm. that's my point like sean hannity does not like me me and him are friends because i know exactly what to do with sean hannity do you understand what i'm saying let's just keep it all the way real i know exactly what to do with this brother he one side of the room on the other side of the room. We're going to be just fine. I do not expect Sean Hannity to stab me in the back anytime soon. It's you smiling my face. But behind my back, folk, I got to watch out for. And what we want to do is we want to look at this and we're going to take. We can go straight to the president being guilty <laughs> of accessory to murder. All right. I'm going to give you the fact straight up, all right? <laughs> all three channels he made that speech, on any news station he made that speech, they all said the same thing. All them people ran up to the Capitol, to the Capitol building. They ran up there. All of them ran up there on all them channels, and that policeman died on all them channels of his, of the result of his injuries. He's, he's his accessory to murder. I run my, I, let me, let me, let make make me in charge of this. <laughs> Give Anthony ten minutes and fix this whole government real quick. Fix this whole problem in ten minutes <laughs> and take the rest of the day off. Ten minutes. No, but unfortunately, his own people are saying that. But that's what this eleven-minute video is for. Take notes because we're going to talk about it. And I want you to think of two things while this video is about to play. Thing number one, I want you to think about how historic this is. It's nothing less than that. Your children will go to school and read about this in social studies in the third grade, assume that you're young. By the time they get to college, this would be like, no, I was gonna say like Enron Field, but this is bigger than Enron. There's nothing bigger than this. September 11th and January 6th are equal. And January 6th might weigh out more than September 11th, respectfully to all those American souls that died, as at least America goes, okay? The second thing I want you to pay attention to is how much money do you think Mr. President Donald Trump has costed himself and his group. The staff who remained at the White House on the morning of January 7th knew the president needed to address the nation again, and they had a speech prepared for him that morning. 
but he refused for hours to give it. As you heard Cassidy Hushin testify previously, President Trump finally agreed to record an address to the nation later that evening, the evening of January 7th, because of concerns he might be removed from power under the 25th Amendment or by impeachment. We know these threats were real. Sean Hannity said so himself in a text message that day to Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany. He wrote, no more stolen election talk. Yes, impeachment and 25th Amendment are real. We obtained the never before seen raw footage of the president recording his address to the nation that day on January 7th, more than 24 hours after the last time he had addressed the nation from the Rose Garden. Let's take a look. Whenever you're ready, sir. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday and to those who broke the law, you will pay. You do not represent our movement. You do not represent our country. And if you broke the law, you can't say that. I'm not gonna, you, I already said you will pay. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defied the seat of dust. It's defiled, right? See, I can't see it very well. Okay, I'll, I'll do this. I'm gonna do this. Let's go. But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over, okay? But Congress is certified. Now Congress is Yeah, right. Now Congress is I didn't say over, so let, let me see. Don't go to the paragraph before. Okay? I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. Just take that. The heinous the attack. Ah, uh, good. Take the word yesterday, because it doesn't work with the heinous attack on our country. Say on our country. Want to say that? No. no, no, no. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. On January 7th, one day after he incited an insurrection based on a lie, President Trump still could not say that the election was over. Mr. Pottinger, you've taken the oath multiple times in the Marines and as an official in the executive branch. Can you please share with us your view about the oath of office and how that translates into accepting election results and a transfer of power? Sure. You know, this isn't the first time that we've had a close election uh, in, in this country. And President Trump certainly had every right to challenge in court uh, the results of these various elections. Uh, but once you've had due process under the law, uh, you have to conform with the law, no matter how bitter the result. Once you've presented your evidence in court, judges have heard that evidence, judges have ruled. Uh, if you continue to contest an election, you're not just contesting an election anymore. You're actually challenging the Constitution itself. 
Uh, you are uh, challenging the societal norms that allow us uh, to remain unified. Um, I, I think that um, one example, for example, you've got Vice President uh, Richard Nixon back in 1960 had lost a hard-fought election against Senator John F. Kennedy. Um, uh, uh, there, there were irregularities in that vote, according to a lot of the histories, and a lot of Vice President Nixon's supporters asked him to fight, contest it, don't concede. But in one of his finest moments, Vice President Nixon said no. Um, he said it would tear the country to pieces, and he conceded to Jack Kennedy and announced that he was going to support him as the next uh, president. We have a, a, an example of a Democratic uh, candidate for president, Vice President Al Gore, who faced a very similar dilemma. Um, he strongly disagreed with the Supreme Court decision that uh, lost his election bid and uh, allowed President George W. Bush to take office. But he gave a speech of concession in late December, mid or late December of, uh, of uh, 2000, uh, where he said this is for the sake of the unity of, of us as a people and for the strength of our democracy, I also am going to concede, I'm going to, to support uh, the, the, the new president. Uh, his speech is actually uh, a pretty good model, I think, for any candidate of, for any office uh, up to it, including the president, and from any party to read, uh, particularly right now. Um, you know, uh, the, the oath that uh, our, our presidents take, it's very similar to the oath of office I took as a U.S. Marine officer and the, the oath I took as a White House official. Uh, it is to, to support and defend the Constitution. It's to protect the Constitution, to bear true faith and allegiance to the Constitution. And uh, it is a sacred oath. It's an oath that we take before our families. Uh, we take that oath before God. Um, and um, um, I, I think that um, um, we have um, uh, an obligation to live by, by that oath. Uh, and um, I, I do still believe that we have the most ingenious system of government on earth. Um, it, despite its imperfections, uh, I don't envy countries that don't have this uh, system that actually allows for a predictable, uh, peaceful transfer of government every four to eight years, and it's not something that we should take for granted. Thank you. As we heard at the start of the hearing, in the immediate aftermath of January 6th, Republican leader Kevin McCarthy understood that President Trump or responsibility for that day and should have taken immediate action to stop the violence. He was even more candid in calls with Republican colleagues. As you'll hear in a moment, recordings of some of these calls that were made were later published by the New York Times, the context for these calls was that a resolution had been introduced in the House calling for Vice President Pence and the Cabinet to remove President Trump from power under the 25th Amendment. Let's listen. I've had it with this guy. Uh, what he did is unacceptable. Um, nobody can defend that and nobody should defend it. The only discussion I would have with him is that I think this will pass and it would be my recommendation we should be done. Um, I mean, that would be my take, but I don't think he would take it 
but I don't know. But let me be very clear to all of you, and I've been very clear to the president. He bears responsibilities for his words and actions. No ifs, ands, or buts. I asked him personally today, does he hold responsibility for what happened? Does he feel bad about what happened? He told me he does have some responsibility for what happened. Um, and he needs to acknowledge that. President Trump has never publicly acknowledged his responsibility for the attack. The only time he apparently did so was in that private call with Kevin McCarthy. There's something else President Trump has never acknowledged. The names and the memories of the officers who died following the attack on the Capitol. We're honored to be joined tonight by police and first responders who bravely protected us on January 6th. Your character and courage give us hope that democracy can and should prevail, even in the face of a violent insurrection. We on this dais can never thank you enough for what you did to protect our democracy. On January 9th, two of President Trump's top campaign officials texted each other about the president's glaring silence on the tragic death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who succumbed to his injuries the night of January 7th. These campaign officials were Tim Murtaugh, Trump's director of communications, and one of his deputies, Matthew Walking. Their job was to convince people to vote for President Trump. So they knew his heart, his mind, and his voice as well as anyone. And they knew how he connects with his supporters. Here's what they had to say about their boss. Murtaugh said, also shitty not to have acknowledged the death of the Capitol Police officer. Walking responded, that's enraging to me. Everything he said about supporting law enforcement was a lie. To which Murtaugh replied, you know what this is, of course? If he acknowledged the dead cop, he'd be implicitly faulting the mob. And he won't do that because they're his people. And he would also be close to acknowledging that what he lit at the rally got out of control. No way he acknowledges something that could ultimately be called his fault. No way. President Trump did not then and does not now have the character or courage to say to the American people what his own people know to be true. He is responsible for the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. All right, let me just say something for one minute and then maybe we can go. Because uh, thousands of new people meet me a day, or at least hundreds of people meet me today for a day for the first time. Uh, I am what you, well, what they will call nonpartisan. I'm worse than that. Nonpartisan is a nice way to describe me. Nonpartisan simply means I don't lean on any, either side of the political party, parties. I'm not democratic and I'm not Republican. That's true. That's also very nice. I do appreciate you and your professionalism when you address my stance on politics. But that is not, that's an incomplete truth. The truth is I believe both parties are guilty because I am a black man. 
and both parties have extreme amounts of black blood on their hands. Amen. It just is what it is. Now, as a veteran of this United States, I am loyal to my uh, governing body. I'm also pro-police. And of course, I follow my commander in chief, uh, Mr. Honorable President Donald Trump is all you're going to hear from me. I do not expect Mr. Trump to eat sweet potato pie with me on Thanksgiving. That does not mean that I will not be calling him Mr. Trump. I am in no shape, form, or circumstances attempting to sway your opinion, but we will have this conversation and I will bring it somehow back to finances. Very difficulty, yeah. very difficultly, Jerome Red. It will not be easy. However, this is historic. And I can assure you, that if you ask for my opinion, you don't want it. My opinion is as harsh as my raspy voice is. <laughs> I can tell you that I share in sentiments. But I'm going to start this conversation by noticing one observation that I've always noticed. And just the first time I want to say it out loud. Never has a president of these United States has ever had his people. Mm. Reagan had supporters. Right. Obama had supporters. Mm. But I think we all as a collective acknowledged that this president had people, mm. a base and we use that base differently than we use the the word base for other bases and presidencies so that is something that is historic in itself other than that we we have anthony lucas on record <laughs> saying and i have something else to say he has a base and it's a growing base do you know there's an article F. Antonio where a president can sign? He, Donald Trump made the, uh, the uh, signed it as an executive privilege that you know he can go in with the next time and even people that are career uh, workers in the, in the uh, different branches of government, he can fire all of them and replace them with people that are just not not good people that 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 know what they're doing, but just the groundwork, the ground level qualification is that they be loyal to him. Do you know what he can do with that? I'm trying to figure out how he's going to take this and take my money. That's what I'm trying to figure well, out. Okay, so that's, that's, that is something that we're definitely going to discuss. I'm going to make the assumption most of you have not followed the January 6th hearings as you gently saying, as it does not affect you Therefore, you haven't paid attention to it. That's typically the way citizens behave. And that was nice. Since it doesn't affect you, it has not warranted your TikTok attention. I completely understand. However, it does affect you, but I'm not going to be able to convince you that on this day. We're going to do our best to try to catch you up during the conversations. Go ahead, Kim. 
I have been following it and it is so frustrating. <laughs> it is so disappointing. And it's pull it brings out a lot of emotions. But at the end of the day, my question, and I asked the group, do you guys really think they're going to do something about Trump doing this? Because there are a lot of emotions going around. There are a lot of families that have suffered at the hands of this man. And they're making them relive all of this for what? Like, are you really going to do something about it? And at the end of the day, that's what every time I look at it, I'm like, okay, so we've lived through this again. What's going to happen this time? What's going to be different after all the hearings? Because I was in Vegas earlier this week and on the strip, a Trump supporter riding down the street with the flag and the, I'm like, oh my God, he's not even in office, but they're getting ready again. So are we doing this for anything other than to have these families relive that pain? And every time I look at that, that's the question that I walk away with because it built, put so many feelings and emotions in me that I had, I didn't have, I didn't lose a family member. I didn't have a family member that got hurt because of this. So, but why, so I guess, why are we doing this? Because I honestly feel like nothing's going to happen. That's my true feeling. And you're making these families live, relive all this stuff, however many nights that you're going to keep doing this. And so, I mean, I don't know, but I just want, I'm interested to know if anybody else thinks Can I anything answer? is going to happen. Sure. Oh, Ava. Can I answer? Go ahead. That is the American way. Everything that has ever bothered America, everything that is ever going to take you to the place, America will let you go on and think that you live in, but then they want you to remember. Like if you remember for the last, what, how many years ago was 9-11? Every 9-11, we hear every name that was killed every year. So it's like, we won't ever heal from it. So that is the American way. So that as long as we are still, you know, feeling like something's wrong, as long as we are the victim, as long as we are under the attack, we will never be able to literally move forward. So what America will do, and that's why I said this January 6th thing, to me, I don't watch it because I, well, I watch the people's reaction, which tells me I don't need to watch it. Because like you said, Kim, it is, what they are doing is they are trying, it's July. It's the, 20, it's the 22nd of July. But they literally want you to live January 6th. They want you to feel the defeat and the demise of how it felt, how the people felt, how the attack felt. So even if you were living right now today, they got this trial on now just to make sure that no matter how far you think you want to go, we need to bring you back and let you know that in America, this is what happened. And they, and I mean, literally, so when you ask, when you ask that question, I'm sorry, I have this thing about 9-11 and every 9-11, it bothers the hell out of me that I feel so insensitive because it's like the world, we have a great 9-10, September 10th is fine, but then September 11th is one of the most solemnest days. I mean, and they replay it hour by hour, how it went so that just in case, you was having a good day, they want you not to have that much of a day. They need you to bring it back and let you know that your government is here for you. You know, they always want, they will always want to 
put it and play it so that we have to sit and watch it. But then it also triggers everybody not to go vote because they get so damn mad at them. They get so fucking done with it that when it comes time to put your vote in, half the people just don't want to do it because they watched this buffoonery for a long time. And it's history. History. Terrell, if you on this call before we end, you better tell them what Frederick Douglass said in 1890-something. And if we are dealing with anything still today, it's because we don't know the damn history the way that it should be. But they will let you relive that victim's pain every, every year they can. No, no, but thank you. you, you both of you have a, a, some, you have some points in it, that's for sure. You've, you've got some points in that's for sure. Let me just facilitate this conversation a tad bit. You have, it is, I want to facilitate and defend your comments. Let's start with the defense because that's easier. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt you, but it's much easier because I don't have to watch my words in the defense because I'm a 41-year-old Black man. It's not hard. I lived it my whole life. It's difficult being a, a Black person loyal to the flag and conscious it is a it's a very difficult walk for anyone um, remotely um, like me in any way because in defense of some of the things adrian said we never want to forget um, these tragic incidents until it's civil rights or American slavery. Mm. Then we need to quickly forget that. Mm. We need to quickly forget the, the multiple tragic deaths of what should be ordinary mm. police traffic stops. And we always need to forget that. Anything that happens to us, the black culture, mm. is, is forget that. And remember this. And that's difficult. That's very difficult to navigate. That's where Adrian was coming from, and and, and there was clearly some some pain and frustration in there. And you know, pain pain is funny because once pain sits a long time, it comes out as frustration, and people don't like to hear frustration. Mm-hmm. It's in defense of that, and it's the same thing that that Kim was saying, just in a different way, right? Just in a different way, but it's the same thing, you know. Nothing. Kim is clearly pointing out that there are two different judicial systems because we're having hearings, not prosecutions. Hmm. These are televised TV shows, um, essentially. Just just in defense, just to, I have to always address the I'm not here yet audience. Because most of the I'm not here yet audience is 25 and and white. And I have a huge following. So just 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 to be fair there. Let's bring this back though to both the heart of their questions or their responses. What are we gonna do about it? One said we ain't gonna do a damn thing about it. <laughs> that's that's what was basically said. It was basically said. I think, and this is me for now facilitating, 
and uh, someone's going to respond to this. I'm going to be in alignment here with civil common sense. Somebody died. And this time, it was one of the highest police officers in the land. Mm-hmm. And that's no, you know, all police officers are highest of the land. Please know that you can, obje- I can objectively believe that Black Lives Matter. I know you hijacked it. I know you made it something else that it's not. I know you made it only Black Lives Matter instead of Black Lives Matter too. I'm fully aware of that. I understand the propaganda and all the mixed things you've done to it. But I'm also pro-police. See, this, this, this messes your head up because that's normal. I am extremely pro-police. And as I well as, you should be. As well I should be. I am pro-police as well as I am pro-Black lives. And I can hold those two together without contradiction or strength. It takes me no effort. Yes, I think that was Mark. I'm not going to be able to stay with you guys. This is very interesting because, you know, I'm a news junkie anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So my thing is like what Kim was saying is if if he gets away with this um, and runs again, we can forget America. It will be destroyed. So that's my fear of him getting away with it and being able to run again. And that's the most that's solid point. No, that's the what? That's the best thing said so far. It's the most solid. No, this is this is what is being considered. Now I have to, you know, this is this is where Antonio says cut the white ally a break. <laughs> this is this is where. Because you have to remember a police officer died. Yeah. While strongly, Anthony said, accomplice to murder, there's some, there's some, at least accomplice to manslaughter, there's some truth there. Seven police officers died. Seven, right. Seven. So, so that, that's not, so some, something is going to happen about those police officers. Something. But the question is to who? Exactly. And that's, and this is why we're having hearings and conversations like this is, that that is the question that that is the question. And it's, it's historic. Like I'm telling you, I said it earlier that I said September 11th and January 6th are equal, but then I said, but January 6th, it's going to come out greater. Mm. And by great, I don't mean positive mm-hmm. you, you know it's going to be Adonia says me too Antonio however our government will do nothing to Trump or our policy and that that makes sense let's let's think about what Margie said though if yeah if he runs again in which this let me put a small pit in that let me let me throw me under the bus because people tend to like that that way you know, it's, it's often easier to handle the blade of truth when... No, the, tell it just like it's supposed to be. Okay, well, if I was Trump, I would run for president, which we know he is, 
because now I can't be tried. Right. You can't try the president. Not only that, I got the infrastructure in place, and I'm telling you, he has an Article F in there where he could just take over, and he's going to he's going to be he's trying to make himself Putin. That's what he's trying to do. Fair enough. I I I won't um, agree or disagree with that, but I will tell you this: that the best way out of this is to be president again. Just so you know. Just so you know. Just so you know. Before y'all get off it, let me turn my camera on because I don't want nobody to think I'm I'm hiding. <laughs> Mr. Trump, because I know you're gonna find the way to find out this there's, there's a there's a there's a couple. They are called the Sorrentinos and they work with speeches. <laughs> I'm only like him because every time he stands up, I'm be honest, every time he stands up, he is the best example of what not to do and how to do but that little clip that we just watched of how he tried to twerk his stuff so that it may right and sit in his thing it's called kenosis <laughs> when you get some time great drop the number and stuff so that he can maybe figure it out because these people might hear right they, they might help you get in win and also let god use you because he done did a lot of stuff. So if you show back up, the people going to vote him in because America is raggedy. He is raggedy. They, he is the American people. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's there. And as much as they don't want to admit it, most Americans that we know, whether they say it out loud or not, they feel some shenanigan of some buffoonery that he has said. But when a man stand up and say his speech, I always look, but that clip, Mr. Phil, y'all make sure that when he reach out to you, that you really help him out. Cause that man right there, mm, I'm there was, the, I just, there was I, definitely I, I some, wanna hide from it. Look, I ain't wanna enough. hide from it. Fair enough. But um, fair he enough. can definitely benefit <laughs> from the notion. Y'all wasn't supposed to see that clip, but no, since it's a government no. document, but that was right. the best. Right. Right, right. You ain't supposed to see those text messages either, people. but yeah, yeah. Not knowing um, how to pronounce words and stuff. He should be. Yeah. Well, besides that, and I'll, I'll read, I'll read <laughs> Melissa's point here in a second, and and then she, she can talk about that out loud. But besides that, uh, mm. you know, there's, you know, it's like I, I think the Sorrentinos um, take their brand as seriously as Michael Jordan. They they don't accept all clients so i'm not sure if they would actually <laughs> accept that role i'm not sure they're well able but <laughs> i have no i don't want to speak for that but i have no idea <laughs> oh go ahead phil he lost me the episode of the apprentice yep. when joan rivers and amy duke were the last two and amy duke was a conciliatory leader, let's work together, let's do it. Just the values that, that many of us aspire to. Joan Rivers, and she says later on, she was encouraged to do that, it wasn't her nature. She was backstabbing and she was lying and she was cheating and she was negative. And when he chose Joan Rivers over Amy Duke to win The Apprentice, he lost me right then. I said, this man is telling America that this is what it takes to be successful. I said, I'm done with him. Yeah, yeah. I remember being in college. That was, I just looked at the date up there, it was 2009. I remember being in college in psychology. 
and we watched one of the seasons of Apprentice mm-hmm. as a psychological class. Like we watched it and, and oh, broke wow. down the psychology of it for sure. Let me get Yolanda as she has limited time and then we'll talk about Melissa and let her talk out loud. I'm talking about Melissa's comment and then let her talk out loud. We won't talk about Melissa. Go ahead, Yolanda. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to text you at the same time. So you can just go ahead and say what I was going to say, because it has nothing to do with the stuff. I needed to make an emergency public announcement. I need my mama to come back here. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Sandra, mother, mama, can you please mama, we come need back you to here? come back, because you she in the wrong store. We need you to come wrong back. Wrong store, and it's a lot of stuff going on. Right, Thank you. There you go. Appreciate it. Got you. No, no, that's relevant. Info, info. And it worked. It worked. That's how you do it in the church. Uh, paging Melissa, your kids are acting up. Please, you can bring them back here. <laughs> Come on back here. Get these kids. Definitely. Melissa plays devil actor here. She says, regardless of which side you agree with, has anyone thought this was staged or to further divide the country, the government controls us through fear and anger? And I'll comment on that after I'll, I'll let her expound on it. Okay. I had completely different take being a Native American. So basically, I don't agree with either side. I'm also an independent. Antonio knows this about me when you go into politics. I look at it as what if both sides colluded at the same time to stage this? You have two outgoing things, both want power, both want to control by fear. It just got a lot bigger and out of hand. And then we have deaths. Now someone has to be held accountable. At the same time, who do we hold accountable when we're trying to control everyone through fear and anger? Everyone hates everyone right now. How much has this divided our country and how much of this has affected our economy? This, now, these are good questions. Mm-hmm. These are good questions. Let me Let me first say as a can we clap um, because that was real well amen that's right Mm -hmm. as an indigenous um american as 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 her and as a non-immigrant american that would be me (laughs) that's what black people are non-immigrants we didn't immigrate here and we've been here longer than all other folk. It just is what it is, with the exception of um, indigenous folk. The the fact that everybody is hating, uh, we used to that. So that is a revelation for non-immigrants and non-indigenous people. It is not a revelation. Like you can't divide us more than you already divided us, just so you know. Just to be clear, <laughs> like just to be clear, okay, just to be clear. But I do want to. I mean, I'm going to give credence to whatever, whatever everybody says. I mean, is it is it stage? I'm sure that many points of of this was staged after the fact. Mm. I'm sure because good TV is always good TV. You understand what I'm saying? I'm sure that many of these things were staged after the fact. And I'm not disagreeing with the whole thing staged because I don't put anything past the government. 
we've seen them stage Black Lives Matter protests and all other sorts of stuff. We've been saying that for years that we didn't do this. And then all of a sudden last year, you got it on camera for the first time. You know, so we've been saying this. This is not a this is not an issue. The issue here is what Melissa just said. Sure sounded true. Well, yeah, that's the issue. Like, like that's the problem. The problem is what she said can be taken as truth. Because what a wonderful time we live in. Like, what a wonderful problem we have to where something that should be shot down, like, no, Melissa, the country would never. It's like, hmm, you know, you got a good point, right? You know, like, we live yeah. in strange times when something Hollywood is reality. It's very much reality. So that's, that's a good take. I've got nothing, you know what I'm saying? I've got nothing for that as well. I can't tell you this, though. Without, because someone is going to try to poke a hole in that. So let me defend what she's saying. She's not being insensitive to the parties involved, nor is she making the Mr. Trump not guilty. However, there's a there's a more evil, there's a more evil, sinister person here. I'm going to give you an example. I want you to think about American slavery. I know you don't like to. You'll be okay. You, you'll be okay. <laughs> think about it just for a moment. I want you to make me the hangman. And I want you to make me, let's make it, let's make it very emotional for all of you. And I want you to make me hang a 13-year-old boy who was accused of looking at a white woman. Because that's that's what happened. This is that's this. Often it's documented in newspapers. It's, it's, I can't even look. And I hung the 13-year-old boy. This sounds a lot like Emmett Till, just without hanging. Uh-huh. I did that. And you say, you're guilty, hangman. No trial, no nothing. Okay. But you're forgetting that there was a large crowd cheering me on. An extremely large crowd. Therefore, the hanging for the breaking of the neck, for the releasing of bladder on themselves, even bowels, and the, the regurgitation being thrown up and then not having a place to escape. And then the body hanging lifeless and that adrenaline rush of seeing, I'm not even sure if you can call it a person, seeing that thing die. Hmm. who's more guilty the people giving me a platform or the platform itself it's not that debatable but i'll let you debate it then there's a third element that we just flat out at least men feel flat out just didn't see coming i guess we did but we didn't and it's the media Hmm. now i'm take that same hanging and put reporters around it with Twitter handles and 24 hours, seven day a week broadcasting and charismatic anchors. And then have one of those reporters 
represent or one of those reporter groups represent what you call the right, which happens to match the president that is orchestrating through omission or, or words itself, the hanging itself. And then for 24 hours, seven days a week, for four years, these reporters light the fire of every single thing that is said. And these reporters go from fair and balanced to clearly so right-leaning that flying the American flag today is no longer about patriotism. Mm. I served in my military well. And flying the American flag used to mean something different. It no longer means yes. it no longer means that. Tyrell, they're like you gonna say something. It, it no longer means that. It doesn't mean the same in Antonio anymore. No, Tyrell, you got something. As a going former on with your United mind. States naval officer. I took the same oath that Donald Trump does, but he didn't hold it. He didn't hold it to his heart. It didn't mean anything to him. It was just another way to weld power and get to his uh, objective. That's all it was. Uh, and he's been building. He's been bullying people for a long time since he was in New, New Jersey with the casinos, not paying them workers, not doing that, grabbing women's private parts, getting away with it, all kinds of stuff. At some places, you got to say enough is enough. And somebody got to hold somebody accountable. Exactly. I'm telling you, this is ridiculous yes. where it is right now. Yeah, we, we can hear you now, Tyrell. When, when American flag is flown in the last 12 years, it started with the Tea Party. It got a bit more outlandish the last four years, mm -hmm. or give or take three. So last four to seven years. I have to take a defensive posture when I walk by a house with the American flag. Mm. I have to take a defensive posture when a truck flying the American flag. Mm -hmm. You're not the only one. You, you don't understand this, but this is this because you're not one of the people getting speared with the American flag. So it is to say, how did that get possible? That got possible, not from the hangman. That's not possible from the president orchestrating or allegedly orchestrating the hanging. That's not even possible from the crowd. That is only possible from the news, the 24 hour, seven day a week. Bill Maher years ago, maybe 12 years ago, came up with a term called bubble. And hey, Secrets of Success listeners, Deanna here. Thank you all so much for joining us. Well, today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. See, NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world. 
helping you make smarter decisions with your money. Now, how many of you can use some additional information so you can make smarter decisions with your money? It's okay. I'll be the first to raise my hand. Because ner- the nerds have helped me get smarter about things like saving on travel. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night, maybe a, you know, a small shopping spree or a fancy dinner or two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Also, boosting my credit score, since good credit is like a real-life cheat code, seriously, like a real-life cheat code, and then saving for an emergency fund because life is like a good movie. It just loves a good plot twist. So listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Which you only get your news from one source and you live in a bubble of that news station. Hmm. So for 24 hours, seven days a week, regardless of how one may disagree with me, if you take the hanging and add reporters and charismatic hosts who live off of hot one-liners and division, as, as Melissa brought up with the staging, how guilty is Fox News also? Because if you go back and look at the reportings of the Capitol, it was spin control I've never seen before since, since weapons of mass destruction. It was support, and then wait a minute, this is going out of hand. Let's report. We went from support to report. So if you're going to say seven officers died, a lawyer like me is going to file suit against Fox News, who's already in suit with nope. Now it's true. Every Democrat, I mean, excuse me, every, well, Democratic, the way I'm using Democratic, but every, the way I'm using Democratic is the Democratic itself, the democracy. Every party, Democratic Party, that means Democratic and Republican, the way I'm using it, has said, ah, we got robbed during the election. Everyone, I, I can't, in my lifetime, it, it has happened every time, a little small, a little smaller than that. The Republicans, I mean, excuse me, not Republicans, the Democrats did it mm-hmm. when, when Trump won a little bit. The Democrats did it when Bush won. It just happens. And then it turned around and happened. We've been undermining the elections. And that's just not, and a lot of that stemmed from initially that we've had some seriously close elections in the last 16 years. Mm-hmm. Very close. If actually, if you go back further than that, if you go back to the last 22 years, every election has been close. And the Electoral College has genuinely voted against the populace for the last 20 years. That's historicity. We don't get to argue against that. That's historicity. That the popular vote did not count. That's, that, that's the Electoral College going against the people. But, of course, it's set up that way. It's set up that way. And that's fine. I'm not, not arguing that thing about this here. It is 
safe to well, it's not safe to say. It should be said, or at least observed, ob objectively or passively, or just observed, period. That there is no way possible that any of this outrage could happen if the news stations, particularly Fox News, this isn't at me talking about Fox News, they're being sued right now. So this is not, we're not talking about me and my opinion. We're talking about who was saying voter fraud. You can pull up right now, Fox News, voter fraud. They're being sued. They went months and years. And that's an element we are not looking at when it comes to this January 6th, or maybe we as the public are not looking at it. I'm sure the smart people over the hearings are, I'm pretty sure. But that has a lot to do with this as well. Go ahead, Phil. I just checked it. It's five people died during the five. Okay, five. including the one that was shot as the, trying to get to the window. Yeah, good. Including so four officers and one shot through the window, and it's it's it is it's sad. Okay, it's sad, but it's historic. Like, forget your feelings for a moment. This is Hello, Antonio. Yes, sir. Suppose I don't get in my feelings. Okay. If I'm, I'm, I'm just going, I'm just going to be observing at this point. Okay. Cool. All right. If you don't stand up there and tell on yourself every five seconds, nobody would have some have stuff on you. Do you read his tweets? Mm -hmm. He said the vice president failed. Him. He said he deserved what he get. Yep. What? I mean. You just all you gotta do is go back through all his tweets or what he says. He uh, already hung himself. He didn't even use the presidential uh, tweet like that's not what he used. You know, you get a presidential one. That's not that's not what happened. He used real Donald Trump. Right. The 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 Twitter. So so again, who else is guilty? Isn't this another one? Social media is equally as guilty as the media. We already know this because they called Facebook to Congress yes, and sued. So we're not talking about Antonio's opinion. We're talking about smart people, reasonable people are saying, Zuckerberg, you did this. Mm. Twitter, you did this, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So this, this is just something. I wonder, let's get some more feedback. So who, who, who else has something burning that you want to say? I've got plenty to say, but I haven't. <laughs> you, you don't want to know my opinion. My opinion is- I, I want to know- I want to hear your opinion. I, 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 me personally, I want to hear your opinion from vet to vet, from a military standpoint, because my viewpoint is I'm already, working, getting in shape, strapping, I'll be strapped and ready just in case. Amen, yeah. Terrell. Yeah, that's, 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 that's fair. That's, that's, that, that's fair. Let me, before I ask that question, I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Read that headline, Grace. It says, Fox News cast, okay, Fox News cast doubt on election 800 times in two weeks after it called results. Wait a minute. 
That's an independent study. In two weeks. See, 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 see. Two weeks. 800 times in two weeks. That's, that's unprecedented, Phil. I don't know what to say to that. It's two, and that's just two weeks. We're not talking about the totality. Two weeks. Well, they were the network that didn't cover the hearing last night. That's right. 20 people, 20 million people watched the hearings last night, but Fox didn't cover it. They still do it. Wow. Well, they're the pandering bubble, to their base. They're the pandering to their base just like exactly. Trump's pandering to his base. That's why in the big picture, I hope this wakes up a lot of Americans. It says, man, we need to get our act together yeah. in a lot of areas and getting our debt taken care of and treating other people right, realizing that we are all one. You know, if everybody believed that the same fruit that's in you is the same fruit that's in me, we'd behave a lot different than we behave. And that's why people like Marianne Williamson, if you followed her or read any of her books, she's somebody that's coming to the table with the good conversation with God values and Course of Miracles values. I believe there's a, I, I pray there's a group of people out there that are going to raise up and say, okay, we've had enough of this. Let's, let's get this thing right. And that's of course me being the eternal optimist. Right. Of course. Right. And, 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 and I'm glad you are because I'm with you. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're two dummies hoping for dumb peace yeah, and, and yeah, happiness. Y'all <laughs> I just look at it from the real side Antonio no, it's totally fair so if, let me answer Tyrell's question he has a 9-15 VA appointment as a veteran forget my color mm-hmm. as a veteran because ain't no damn colors when you put on the uniform you damn skip all right, then. Right. So, Especially when bullets are flying over your uh, head. Ain't no color. Ain't no colors when you put on a uniform. Especially in trenches. As a veteran, I am angry that police officers and my, my commander-in-chief and seem like everybody in between don't follow the basic rules of engagement mm. when they force me to follow them while I'm getting shot, potentially poisoned and and, and hit with grenades and all sorts of stuff. We have to follow we we have to follow rules of engagement that are insane. And if we don't do it right, they take us to the uniform code of military justice. They try you and they slam your ass in jail. Exactly. Five days of our pay 45 yep. days of restriction, put us in jail. If it's too bad, we go to Leavenworth. You yep. gotta do all of this while while someone is pointing a rifle at us. We mm-hmm. cannot do what police officers do just for fear. Exactly. And our commander-in-chief does can do the same the fuck thing. He wants. Pre- pretty much. So as a yep. veteran, that bothers me. Yep. That absolutely bothers me. And that is pure veteran talk. And I, you civilians yeah. can disagree all you want. Thank to. you, Antonio, because yes. I can't take much more. I'm about to leave yes. this, this call. Yes. <laughs> yeah. so that, shit is, that shit is pissing me off. It I mean, is. It's pissed me and off I, the rise of festivity. And I think that's where a lot of my frustration comes from, too, because mm-hmm. as a veteran, you kind of see things differently. 
Because, and again, it's coming from your commander in chief, the person that sends you to war. I'm sworn to die for. And they ass ain't never served in war. Not one day. And he ducked the draft. Yep. That's true. We see that. I got plenty of facts. Let's go. (laughs) So as uh, he asks a veteran to veteran question, we don't, when you put on that uniform, ain't no color. Mm -hmm. You can be racist all you. I know plenty of folk who didn't like black people, like black people. Now I went to the army. I didn't even know white people. So forget liking white people. Y'all was irrelevant. Only white people I knew was the insurance man taking money from my grandmother and the cop patrolling my damn neighborhood. So white people ain't had no good reputation with me. Mm-hmm. So when I joined on all, I had to get kicked out the door in basic training. I couldn't get past the first week in basic training. I didn't even got the red phase, not liking white folks. You ain't had no choice. Mm-hmm. They, that's the soldierization process in the army. They knock all that stuff out of you. That's right. All that civilian philosophy got to go. <laughs> Come on, Jerome. You're a veteran. I know you. I know you understand. Yeah. Let's see. Don't hide, Jerome. My dumb ass went to the Navy. You can't get no more white than the Navy, Antonio. Yeah, for real. Yeah, no, nah, you can't get no worse than the Navy. You're right. No. <laughs> you sure okay? <laughs> you sure okay? You sure okay for sure. So that's that, that that's my veteran response, bro. I you know what I'm saying as a veteran. The way they handle these rules of engagements is, is disgusting to me. Right. I they agree. need some training. Like, you know, right. the mere fact that it takes more schooling to become a beautician than it does a police officer pisses me off. Yeah, because it pissed me off because you got other countries where we, before you become a police officer, it takes a year or two years before they put you out on the street to be a cop. But then here in the States, it takes you less than, what, six months? And it then they, you, they know everything? It takes you they more don't know takes you more schooling to become a beautician and become the president. Wow. Like this, this, like genuinely, look, please, I, I need to know how long does it take for, like, show them these facts. I don't want y'all to think, I'm not making this up. This ain't no, the beauty, both. I want both. As a veteran, I am For the beautician, you have to have at least a thousand hours. And if you're in college, you have to have at least maybe 1,500 hours. Then you have to go take a test. Just to braid my hair. All you got to do to be the president is be 32 years old or older. You need to complete a 1,000 hours of instruction at 500 related high school. You need 1,500 hours. How long does it take Grace to become a, a police officer? Not only that, Antonio, how many hours does it take to train us Three to, four months. to be... To be what we should be and need to be, to be killers and to follow directions and to engage in combat. How many hours is that compared to what everyone else doing is way less? First off, in basic, in for Army basic training is nine weeks, for the Marines is 12. I have no idea how long it is for the Navy and Air Force or Space Force now. We got Space Force, I have no idea. I only know Army Marines because I worked hand in hand with both of them. And th- th- that's all I know. And that's, we don't clock out. <laughs> like, 24 hours, seven days a week. 24 mm-hmm. hours, seven days a week. We don't clock out. And that has nothing to do with advanced individual training, what we affectionately call AIT. You know, my AIT was a year. I was, my AIT was 12 months long. So I went through 
I went through three months of basic training. I went through 15 months just to become what we affectionately call permanent party. That's when you get your real first, when you get that, that patch on the left side for, for the first time. You know, you get that because you ain't got that patch on that side where you're a trainee. You ain't got that patch. And I genuinely went through 15 months of training just to become an intelligence analyst. And that was, by the time I finished, I was an E2, E3. Like, you know, so don't think I was running stuff. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was a peasant. I was a peasant. Go ahead, Jerome. They tell me you had your mic unmuted early. Oh, we're not even talking about NCO. I mean, they don't even call it NCO no more. I don't know what it, uh, no, they, they, they do. I forgot what it's, what, what, uh, what it's called now. Go ahead, Jerome. I, 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 re I really didn't want to talk. I wanted to let you guys talk. Because, you know, I'm, I'm the 21 year retired vet. Um, so I got a whole bunch of opinions about all this crap. The thing that saddens me is, and it, go, and it goes back to what Kim was saying earlier. What saddens me, and Melissa, and Melissa hit it too. What I'm afraid is going to happen is we're going through an exercise in our society where we had Trump in there and then the, the January 6th, and now we got the hearings and everything. This is going to be a process that is going to be, you see, you, you, you see, we, 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 we brought it to everybody's attention. Well, they bring it to everybody's attention, but we're not in charge, Antonio. We're not running nothing. We observe it and we have opinions and opinions like buttholes. Everybody's got one and they all stink. So everybody's giving their damn opinion, but what's going to change? Now, it took me five years, four years to figure out I ain't no shit. And, and, and I learned that in ATS. Well, guess what? America is figured out something is wrong with what just happened with this last election and Biden coming in and what Trump and all that did, most of us still ain't figured out what happened, Antonio. We have not figured out. You know why we haven't figured out what happened? Because 3% of all the wealth in this country is running the other 97, and we don't even know we're stupid enough to be that that's being done. And we're still sitting on the sideline going, but that's just the way it is. Well, this is going to go past, and that's the way it's going to be. Now, fortunately for us, because we got we, we're crazy enough to follow you with your crazy ass, we gonna we gonna be okay, but hopefully, Antonio, those those means of millions you're gonna make, yep. hopefully some of us are gonna go out and tap some people on the shoulder and go, yep. folks, wake up, look at what the hell's really going on, because you know what, we're the minority, we're the real minority, and it's as much as we understand, there's a whole bunch of folks out there that don't know, and these trials and the, these hearings and all that. I'm gonna go right past us, and we're gonna we're gonna be screaming, saying, "No, stop, stop, stop!" And they're gonna go, eh, "Come on, now, that's just the way it is. It doesn't have to be that way." But unfortunately, it's gone on like this for years, and it's gonna to continue to go on. Unfortunately, unless something is done about it. So I'm glad I'm in ATS. I'm glad I'm listening to a crazy knucklehead like you, like yourself, that that makes me bold enough to open up my mouth and speak when I need to. Because let me tell you, our country's in trouble. Our country's in a lot of trouble. Forget politics. You know, forget January 6th. We were in trouble long before Trump got in office. And we're still in trouble today. And he's out of office and talking about running again. And, and, and there's a possibility he can win. That's what's crazy. That's insane. Now, Michelle. <sighs> 
I would love to say, God, dog, it, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> I am of the cloth. If you can run for anything and win, I respect that. I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a hater. I'm too happy with my life to be mad at you learning something and winning. That, so that doesn't bother me. Melissa, I would love to say, but there is no way that Donald Trump can run for president and win. But I just don't believe that. In fact, I told the office in 2015, Donald Trump's going to win. Uh-huh. They'll tell you. I did. I did. I, I told him. I told him 2015 to win. And I even came on camera sometime around. I was like, hey, Donald Trump's going to win. And then when he won, I wasn't surprised because it wasn't too hard to see he was going to win. He was getting too much energy and all sorts of stuff. I did, it wasn't too hard. I don't see how we've, we as a collective, mm-hmm. got better because we ain't got worse. You have to see, this is where my color comes back in. This is normal. Mm-hmm. Y'all just finding this, y'all finding this out. We are. I'm not shocked here. We've been saying this, and y'all been saying, uh-uh, now I just have to be on camera. We've been getting shot. Everybody just got a, a TV studio with them. <laughs> we call it a cell phone. This isn't shocking. But for Donald Trump to come back and win just reminds me with America I live in. Mm. I know you don't want to hear that, but you don't want to be black either. We just call a spade a spade. You may not want to hear what I'm saying, but you also don't want to trade places with me either. Hmm. You love my culture, but you don't want my position. And that's for sure. I'm white. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to be black. White people don't just be black or anybody. Even Mexicans don't want to be black. No, it's not happening. No, 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 it's not happening at all. So I'm. I want to tell you, this is the conflict. I want to tell you, oh, that's not going to happen. I don't have. It has to be awful to be a a pastor right now. And I'm excluding myself because I don't count myself as a pastor. Has to be awful. It has to be awful to be a police officer of any color right now. How do you get up and tell people this is secure when we're hinging at the fringes? How do you tell people God is good when God don't run the judicial system the way y'all keep claiming? It's a bit difficult. I'm not telling you it's impossible. But y'all keep saying Jesus is the only answer. Y'all been saying that for a long time. And then some of y'all are so crazy. You waiting for the world to go to hell in a handbasket so Jesus can come back. That's <laughs> selfish. So you want everybody to die and, and get raped and pillaged just so you could be right about your salvation. That's, that's, that's That makes no sense. You, you're going too far. There has to be some sort of let me make this earth better. Hmm. It has to be that. Why, which is why we all have to engage in group economics 
Yes, got to become as a as a group we can become part of the one percent then we got to go to the next strategy we got to start controlling the politicians got to control right. congress and the senate because right. if he does become president again if you got control of the congress and the senate he can basically not do too much except for executive order executive rule and that's it so that's well, why we got to do this thing you got to start looking towards this stuff and building it right now before november for november 8th get here Yep. You can't yep. let this thing go the other way or it's going to be a problem. It's it, already it, a problem. It's already a problem. It's already a problem. I feel bad. Like I have literally, I have a resegregation is the name of the book, Facts of the Black Oppression, Facts of the Black Solution, and the, the something of the white ally. I always forget the, the thing. But mm -hmm. it's there's a whole, it's obviously there's three sections of the book, obviously, because there's, there you have it. You know what I'm saying? There's, and, oh, and the white ally, that's all I call it. I'm gonna call it and the plight of the white ally. Mm -hmm. I feel real bad for white people. And this is definitely oxymoronic or paradoxical, most more accurate here. Paradox is a two things that don't seemingly fit well, but they do. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the simple non-nerd version. I feel bad for white people because for one, you look very guilty and that's not fair. Mm. I mean, no, I'm gonna say it. I'm, you know, I'm, I stand by every word I say. I, I'm so strategic. I think I go through a thousand words in my head before I actually say something out of my mouth. It just happens in nanoseconds. White people look very guilty. And you know how to take my word, just look at the younger generations. Mm -hmm. We're leaving church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're leaving politics. Mm -hmm. Every single thing that you have your hands on, we are leaving. Mm -hmm. and, and millennials started that mass exodus and Gen Z is doing way better than us. Yes, they are leaving way more. It's not fair because and I'm here to defend uh, white people. And by white, this is a blanket statement, so I, I do, do, do forgive me. It's not fair because it's a lot of white people who don't want to see my destruction, who don't want to see Donald Trump in. But we can't tell. Because we can't so have a conversation. You, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Could you tell me offhand what percent of the electorate is the black people white women and an LGB community combined. I can't. Because that's what you got to mobilize. Yeah, I can. Grace, you can look it up. You can just look up the, um, let's see, 2000. And you know, the best way to do that would be to go look at Biden election. Look at Biden election and then look at the Trump election. Those are two very good, that eight years. So just put in election, election demographic statistics 2020 okay i think somebody has a mic oh that's anthony okay let's look that up real quick and we'll we'll find out these numbers for sure and then go back to 2016 let's do two different searches the reason i say this pretty good thing because nobody well let me be quiet you know biden wasn't likable 
you, you understand that there was there's some things that that's there. But anyway, let me defend white people for a second. Okay, Kip, let me defend white people for a second. It has it has to be rough because I know what you feel like or starting to feel like because because I'm black. I know that the way the system looks as black is we're all guilty. I know there's no difference. I know that I had to work on my smile. I know that I have to use a voice that is not natural to me, my DNA or my culture. I understand that if I wanted to be a Hollywood actor, having dreads wouldn't do it. I understand I can never be a leading man with the way I look. So I know what you feel like, hold on Grace, I know what you feel like because you're just being invited into what black people feel like. Mm -hmm. And it's not fair. It's not fair that everybody white who is Republican is racist. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not fair that everybody white is Republican, even though you're not. Mm -hmm. It's not fair that every Republican was a Trump supporter. They were not. Mm -hmm. And I can go through many different echelons here in this. But we, I am telling you, and I'm, I'm a minority when it comes to this. this. I'm a minority voice when it comes to this. But we have to be kinder to the white ally, whether you want to hear that or not. Because ain't nothing going to change. You, Melissa can do all she wants to. She ain't writing no laws. Hmm. And when she write laws, we got to be nice. Mm -hmm. And then we still got to be nice to her because she can introduce it to people writing laws. So it's not fair. And I'm just saying, I'm saying this is not fair. It's not fair. What we're doing to white people is not fair. Now, of course, you know, there can be an argument. A lot of this is self-inflicted, et cetera. I get it. But I'm not here making that argument. I'm here making the argument that right now you look at January 6th and somewhere in the back of everybody's head, everybody going, oh, that was white folk. And we all secretly saying that if that was black people that did that, we wouldn't even be. We would have made it to the door at their finest. And it's and we certainly it certainly wouldn't be called riots. There's no way black people storming the Capitol, five people dying, would be called a riot, massacre of January six, or something. You know we. You, we we know how this we know how the news spins out stuff. We 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 understand this here. I want all of you to watch it, as much as Phil wants you to watch it. I want you to watch it because I want you to see what the heck is going on. Because your inability to be educated is killing the country. You get the country, you pay for it. Every time you vote, you vote for somebody to cut taxes. Now, how's that working out for you? 
Because you get the country you pay for. You know, every time you vote, you vote for somebody that's going to get rid of government spending. Now, we never, we never count that field as defense spending. You know, we know how to do that. We don't count defense spending as government spending. Like, no, 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 that's not, that's not government spending. No, we don't do that. The first thing we do is we go and cut education. No problem. Mm. But here's the deal. Let me tell you what government programs really are. You like to attack food stamps, Medicaid, Medicare. It's a government program. Let me give you another government program, the interstate highway system. Mm. Let me give you another government program, the entire system that covers the dams that are feeding water into places that have no water. Here's another one, the electrical grid. We got three of them. These are government programs. And our grid sucks. Our infrastructure is worst in the world or top, bottom worst in the world because we keep doing trickle down economics and it just ain't working. You get the country you pay for. And since it doesn't affect you, which it does, you say, well, I'm not going to vote. I'm not going to pay attention. All right, so don't. But your kid's going to grow up at a major disadvantage. And 10 years from now, you will feel these policies that just passed. Donald Trump put in three agendered heavy Supreme Court justices. You will feel that. Until you feels age and have children my age. My God. And that will continue to last. Everything these justices do today will last for three to four generations. Don't think that's not possible because you wasn't alive more than likely doing Plessy versus Ferguson, but you still feel his impact today. That's separate but equal. Get rid of the white water fountains, black water fountains, et cetera. This is, this is serious. Pull up those statistics real quick, Grace. So I can, this, this is, the whole thing is serious. And this is, once again, Phil keep telling y'all watch it. Y'all be like, nah, I'm good, cuz. Stop it. You stop it. <laughs> okay, you stop it. Stop it. Start listening to people who got some sense. All right, so we see this is the Biden election. Yes? Yes. Outstanding. I, I brought this up for a reason. Because the reason, let me tell you why I brought this one up. No, 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 no. no. So you scroll down. I mean, let me see these faces. Unlikable Republican, unlikable Democrat. So let's see who came out to vote when everybody was like, well, I don't know what to do, but I'm voting for somebody. Let's see what these numbers look like. This is a great case study. All right, so we had, what is this? I don't know what the hell group means. So let's just do Biden, Trump. So that we had 45%. This is a terrible graph rope center. Keep going. Okay. All right, we had 87% of Black people voted for Biden, which I find that absolutely impossible. Can you scroll down? Yes. I mean, can you scroll back up? I need to see a legend going on. 
this joint. What is this? Biden 87. I guess we'll find out as we keep going. Keep going. Age 1829. I guess that's just, I, I can't trust this graph at all. This is just so, yes. No, just, just, yeah, find another one. I can't trust it. Phil, can you trust this? I can't trust it. It's something. I don't like the demographics of this graph, Antonio. Yes, yes. There's something wrong with it. Something wrong with everything about that. This, this is this pretty trusted information. Yes. I don't know what the hell was going on with that one, Phil. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. This is this is census is like PBS. Let's see what we got going on. No, it's okay. I don't need a table. I I, I can cipher through the all right. More than four, more than one hundred, more than one hundred and fifty-four point six million people turned out for the presidential election in twenty twenty. That is incredible numbers. Let me tell you why that's incredible numbers, because it's three hundred twenty-three million Americans <laughs> on the planet, and we're gonna just assume half of them can't vote because they're like babies or under 17 because that's how numbers work then you got voter registration laws making the other half can't vote <laughs> she said this is just trash too so this is incredible numbers that's incredible 2020 then 2016 137 that's that's about right the largest increase between consecutive presidential elections since the exception of cps voting supplement. So this means folks said, I'll be damned. I'm going out today to do something about it. That's basically what that says. Let's look at these bulletin points here. Or oh, let's read the sentence above the bulletin for groups that were overrepresented among During the a world. pandemic. During a pandemic. You show right. I forgot all about that field. You are so, and that was the height of the pandemic. You are sure right about that. There's, mm -hmm, let me keep that quiet. Those are <laughs> overrepresented 45 to 64, 65 and older, non-Hispanic white population. That makes sense. That's an actual group. That would be Melissa, right? This is, right? That would be that. Those with some college or associate degree, those with bachelor degrees are higher. Just 4.3% of registered non-voters cited concerns about COVID-19. To Phil's point, ain't nobody give a damn. <laughs> and the 4.3% who did was like, I'm still here though. I just put on two masks today. That's basically what they said. I put on two masks. I drank some cough syrup before I got out of here. And I brought my hand sanitizer. While 2.3% of non-registered populations cited the COVID pandemic as the reason for the not registering to vote. So this is saying, whatever. This is saying the people who did not vote saying COVID-19, but that number is so low, it's actually pretty remarkable. It's actually pretty remarkable. Changes in the election procedures, blah, blah, blah. You can skip all that. For the first time on record, a majority 69.4% voters cast ballot by non-traditional methods. And this is what the whole stop the ballot, uh, stop the steal came from because there has, stop the screen real quick, Grace. I'm gonna show you something. We got a few veterans on the call here. A couple of them had to jump off of VA appointments and other appointments. Uh, my screen, all right, there we go. I am a veteran. I've had to vote by mail twice. Any other veterans here that have to do that same thing? Is that just me? Yes, I voted by mail before. Okay, there you go. Jerome, you never. Not the only one. The first time I ever voted. 
Me too. Okay, Jamal. The first time I ever voted, I was 18 years old in boot camp. I joined the Army August 2nd, 2000. What do you think was happening November 2000? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I was in the Army, Fort Littlewood. They stopped us from doing a field training. They wouldn't even let us wear camo because it was so cold in October or November in Fort Littlewood that and we had, we had, it had snow and it was cold so they didn't want the camo to stick to our faces. They literally wouldn't let us wear camo but said, hold on, y'all stop and vote. <laughs> I kid you not. My first voting experience ever was in the field at Fort Littlewood, Missouri on a ballot. We never had a problem. Say your screen again, Grace. We never had a problem with mail-in ballots. The pandemic just shifted the number to mail-in ballots. And I'll tell you why. Because mail-in ballots, ballots create a different problem. Hold on, Grace. Let me stop the screen. Everybody look at 60, 69.4%. Y'all look at me. Y'all, 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 y'all look at me. We vote for American Idol on text message. Yes. But can't vote over. But we don't have online voting. That's dumb. For an election. We got the technology. We got secure. I, I, we can track the IP addresses. Apple got the most. I mean, you can file your taxes online and do all that online, and that's secure, right? It's completely but secure. But we can't vote online. You know why? Because voting online. Because of redistricting. Redistricting. That's why. Because now we can't keep you from voting because right. you sit in your living room and vote. Right. Right. Gerrymandering loses its power. Redistricting loses its power. Plus, who's going to sit at home and be educated enough to go through the system with technology? Democrats. Duh. You know this. You know exactly what this is, right? You do exactly what it is. So we don't vote. So therefore, when 69.4% of the election bypassed all those partisan voter laws, that's what happened. That's what happened. That is exactly what happened. Show you yes. That's exactly what no, everybody knows that. Anybody, anybody that don't know that is. My my essence, Phil, wouldn't let me finish that sentence. My, my essence. 12.8 registered non-voters, 12.8 million people were most more than more were most likely to cite not being interested in the election as a reason for not voting 2.3 million people. Those in the CVAP who were registered to vote, 25.8 million people were most likely cite a disinterest in the election involving so 10 million people. So you have you got 13 million people that said, I don't like either one of them. Hmm. And I promise you, out there 13 million, well, I promise you, this is my petty opinion, out there 13 million, so a whole bunch of black and white allies was like, I'm not voting for either one of them. You just, I just get out of here with that, right? You know what I'm saying? That's my petty opinion here. See, I don't need a graph. This, I need the data. I need the data. That other stuff seemed real leaning. And they just kept putting 45. Like, what the hell is it? Is it 45%? What, what is this? What is this, Carlos? I need to know the data. Carlos. Okay, you skipped it to 1964. Scroll down. Don't need the 1964. Okay, so it's done. Pretty good. If you can click this link for me, I'm interested to see what this link. Yes. 
I'm interested to see what this link is with your 900 tabs open. Okay. Scroll down. I read pretty fast. <laughs> Thank you for the speed. Oh, never mind. Don't scroll down. I just checked. It's 214 pages. Thank you so much, Grace. You can look at that at your own time. 214 pages. <laughs> Melissa, as I looked up, I saw 214 pages. We're just going to go ahead and uh, assume that they yeah. did their homework. That's what we're going to do. It's, just, it's not a research paper. If this was a research paper, I had to go through all, all, all of those things. It's not a research paper. In somewhat of a conclusion, this January 6th stuff is historic. Tracy got a question. Tracy always got good questions, too. Do you, you read out loud, Grace. I, she, she got some hot heat on there. I can see it. <laughs> Do you think the voting process will change as our children begin voting because electronics and online is all they really know? No. No, not at all. Because if you would have said, do you think the voter process, do I think the voter process should change? I'd have said yes. But you're saying would change. No, 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 boo boo. Let me let me explain to you about having money and having power. We don't change. <laughs> just because you change, just because the country changed, don't mean I'm gonna change with you. To change with change. you is to lose my power. <laughs> Okay, and the reason I asked that, because I took my daughter voting with me at the last election, because she gets to vote now, she's 18, and she was like, this is ridiculous, like the lines and the, the whole, the process and the dial, and she's like, what is this? Like, I was trying to explain to her, and she's like, why is it like this when we can just do, you know, and their minds are so advanced and for us, it's kind of like, well, this is just the way it's been, kind of like what Jerome was saying, you know, it's just been like this and we've just accepted it. So I was just wondering with their generation coming around, would they actually step up and be like, oh, we need to change this to make a better system? The oldest, the, the most wealthiest generation on the planet is baby boomers. And they are currently transferring their wealth to their children. So there's no way this is going to change because yeah. <laughs> unless those baby boomers act like Phil and Susan and a weird conscious people that eat quinoa seeds and have genuinely, well, everybody has African in their DNA, but Phil and Susan genuinely have an African in their lineage now, right? Yeah. <laughs> like for real, a Ghanaian, like for real, like not just like in the blood. No, they can be like, hey, you eating today? Like that, that kind of African, you know, in the blood. Unless it's that kind of transfer of wealth, no, it ain't happening. Because the only thing men want more than power is more power. The idea of changing the system to lose makes no sense at all. We don't have that in our human nature. You have to override that. You have to, me saying group economics so much is Antonio saying I'm willing to lose for the sake of the group. Do you know how hard that is? You know how many times I've had to cycle through this solar system? <laughs> How many times that I've had to have the chance to be great only to be selfish, 
then get up there and be like, hey, you know that's not what you're supposed to do, right? Oh, my bad, my bad. All right, I'm gonna come back down and do it again. The, the idea of, and I'm not attempting to shoot you down. I'm attempting to let you know how the evil of man, and I have seen it. Any combat veteran can tell you about the evil of man. I promise you, I have seen men at its worst. And the evil of men is to always protect what we earn, not share. This universe is meant to share what we earn. But once we get enough, whatever that means, we protect it. We protect it. Like right now, some of y'all got a thousand TikTok followers and you posting every day now. You're trying to protect that following. But this is what we do. We're doing that with TikTok. So you know we're not sit up here. We're not fit to sit up here and let your ATO black darter vote easily. Yeah. You're crazy. By 2050, it won't even be like the whole white black conversation won't even be able to happen that way. Everybody's gonna look like Queen Chi with light brown eyes. <laughs> Come on, Queen Chi. We all gonna look Brazilian. <laughs> like um going back to one of the conversations we had before, you didn't say the name of the, the, the book, but the birth thirst or whatever and All going I did to was say 1987 <laughs> published by this person you wasn't supposed to look it up but keep going i already knew what you was talking about when you <laughs> say but anyway um going back to this whole concept of manipulation of the people who are in power to keep power like it's coming from so many places that you may not even pay attention to. You talked about the census and the reason why I say the census is trash too is because that data is even manipulated. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys paid attention to the last census, but whenever the white populace or what they consider the white populace is, they, they are actually the minority, but they maintain this facade as if they are the majority. And so on the census, it had check white if you are Egyptian and Lebanese. Mm. <laughs> so they're always including new, new people into what is considered white to maintain this perception of majority. And if you're not paying attention, you will fall prey to these tactics of manipulation and be like, oh, you know, and fall into the narrative that you are less than, you are the small version or whatever. And it's, it's psychological warfare that's happening all the time. That's history. I mean, as soon as we start giving out money- to ride that energy, remember that there's so many other people that don't answer the door for the census, lie yeah. about the census, won't tell you how many people they really have in their house because well, they, they believe should, that they, I know they should, but yeah. they believe that they don't. So that number is always skewed because half the people that should be putting their numbers on it ain't putting real numbers. Well, they should. I or wouldn't, not sending I wouldn't it back. tell you nothing. I know this country stands on immigration. I wouldn't tell you anything. But I'm, gonna, I'm not for the, I'm going to skip this door knock to stay here. What the hell you I'm going to sit up here and get deported. You're crazy. I, exactly. I don't blame you for preserving your life i don't blame me at all as soon as we start giving away 
Dwayne and Native Americans, Native Americans stop looking like Antonio and start looking like Melissa. Yep. That's a historicity fact. The depiction of events and people. We've been doing stuff like that. We've been doing stuff like that. That's nothing. That's 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 just pick up a book or actually the internet is the worst thing that ever happened to the established power. That's why they keep trying to repeal net um, neutrality. It's the, it's the worst thing that ever happened because like you can learn now. <laughs> <laughs> like none of y'all ever heard of the law of attraction to the internet came out. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. May I leave you with a little bit of inspiration. Yes. And it's also, I'm a little prejudiced. Fair enough. Chad was a senior in high school. He says, Dad, my grandpa fought World War II. My uncle fought in Vietnam. If I don't sign up, nobody else will. Went to Fort Leonard Wood. He's an MP. We drove to Fort Leonard to, to celebrate his graduation from boot camp. The war broke out while he was in boot camp. They canceled his graduation. They put him on a bus, put him to brag, put him on a plane, take him to a lack. He shows up Saturday. His first firefight is the Battle of Fallujah on Wednesday. And he's a gunner in a Bradley fighting vehicle. He did two tours of Iraq, sent his son out to war twice. He was a drill sergeant for two years. He was in charge of the SWAT team at Fort Knox. Now he's a master sergeant in charge of the security detail for the second female four-star general in the army down in Miami. And what he does during his free time, he's a physical trainer for kids with Down syndrome. And I'm not saying that because of him. He's got a bunch of friends that are just like him. So I believe there's a group that's, that's got the right values, that's got the right opinions, that's got the right motivation that I don't think we know much about, but they're out there. Fair enough. I agree. I agree. That's a great way to end this call. I don't, I don't want to muddy that up. That's, I agree. No, no, I, I completely agree. And, and thank God for, again, I say, let's, let's pursue our white allies and stop rounding them up and killing them with your words and your social media posts. Let's, let's do that. It is important. It's important because we are one and we ain't getting nowhere acting like 15. It's just not gonna happen. Sorry, you'll be okay. Watch the January 6th thingies. Even if you like me, you gotta go watch on the replay. I sent you a link. If you can put that PBS link back out there. I'm not telling you to trust PBS. I'm telling you I do. But I mean, and I, I trust them as much as I'm going to trust you know, media, you know what I'm saying? I mean, still, it's not like Antonio PBS. I would trust that because I'm biased. I'm like, feel like I got a prejudice here. I would trust my own news. I wouldn't trust somebody else's. No, it's YouTube. Yes, yeah, so it's a YouTube. It's a playlist. It's, it looks like a playlist. Watch it, please. And as we end, remember uh, Drill Sergeant Chad. Let's, let's remember let's remember because like like phil said there's other friends well you know like attracts like can't just be one can't just be one like attracts like and i can assure y'all the universe is correcting itself and i've been saying that for a long time for a long time the universe 
is correcting itself. And we are part of that correction. Now, you're going to stand by and look as good as Adonia and her accessories. That's it. Or you're going to look as good as Otis and his muscles. Either way, you're going to look good. There are no mistakes. We will Excuse get me, through. Antonio. Yes, sir. I found some facts. Uh, 55% of white women voted for Trump. Despite mm -hmm. their, you know, premonitions. I was hoping you didn't find they, that. They still voted for it, huh? I was, I was hoping you didn't find that. That was, that was in the news cycle for a long time. I was hoping you didn't find now, that. Why are you hoping I didn't find that? Because it has implications so strong that I. And then he, and then he said, "Nick y'all," because then he, 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 he put some justices in there while he was standing there saying the whole time. I'm going to change Roe versus Wade. Why would they vote for him to do? I don't understand. Could you explain that before you turn off for the day? Because I want to... <laughs> I, I want to gather some more... <laughs> I'm going to gather some more facts. No, I'm going to come back to Anthony, chat. Anthony, gonna... get a hold of me. We can have a discussion because I'm in a class right now discussing this. Well, we'll talk about this this afternoon then because I, I don't understand that at all. That is I have to play devil's advocate and make an argument for both sides. So your insight would help me, really. Okay, well, good. That'll work then. So you definitely talk to him. He's a smart man with a lot of insight. No, that's that situation. It's 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 it. It was one of the surprising things for me. But it, it remember when I I slipped I snuck in one of those things to y'all one time. I was like, the real threat is not just the you know the proud boys mm -hmm. it's the nice old white lady says oh jerome mm -hmm. so happy for you and then voted for your oppression <laughs> that's a real threat yeah but we're gonna end with chad you understand that's a fantastic positive energy because we don't have negative calls and positive energy you understand? There's a lot. Sorry. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was hoping you would. You, you fire like, oh my god! I remember. I remember those statistics. I you know, I was going to look for it though, right? I know, you I knew know I you would know. look for it. You should look at. Have fun when you talk to uh, Melissa. Look, look up the ones about Hillary and look who. I'll, I'll hit. I'll hit for you. Black people voted for Hillary, in record numbers. White people did not. You'll see it. You'll see it yourself. It's amazing to see the statistics of it. It's mind blowing. Like attracts like. I promise you, one hundred percent, that there are far more good people out here than there are bad. The way we use using good and bad. Bad people are just loud. They're loud as hell. They go to deaf babies, hearing for the first time social media. And everybody's crying, and then some bad person posts a dumbass comment real quick about how if the mama would have had a vegan diet or if they should have been dentists or something, right? This is what this is what happened when you give loud people a platform, they use it. So my advice to all of you, uh, one minute, Grace. My advice to all of you is simple. It's time for you to be real loud with the light. I didn't say aggressive or abrasive. 
I'm saying you're like the Democratic Party in your victories. You win in silence. You know what? I'm gonna need you to be as loud as your Jesus. Jesus was quite loud. Jesus turned that boat into a pool pit and a beach into a congregation. Hmm. He was a leftist radical. He was. He was. He was a. And he wasn't no Middle Eastern. It's not something. He was no Palestinian. No, he was a Palestinian. He was African. Get out of here. What the hell's wrong with y'all? Not Palestinian. He's African. Look at where Jerusalem is. What the hell's wrong with you? He was a radical leftist, loud during his time with the light. The light is too quiet. Mm. I didn't say abrasive. Jesus was not abrasive. I didn't say offensive. Jesus was not offensive. Don't confuse loud with Fox News. You don't be loud the way the negative energy is. The light can be loud just by being a light. Light needs no theatrics. If you are a clean glass of water, people will see it. A clean glass of water is very loud next to a dirty one without saying a word. And none of that makes sense. My minute is up. It's an old saying that keeps coming back up once a year for me. Go on out there and preach the gospel. And if you have to, use words. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. You can dominate. Thank you so much, everybody. We will see you later. All right, everybody. Y'all have a good one. Love you, everybody. All right, y'all. Y'all have a good one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.